Hey listeners, Lee here. You asked for it, you got it. Today's episode is all about Rachel's beach pigs. Okay, so actually nobody asked for it, but you get it anyway. How cool is that? You didn't even need to ask. (laughs) But is today's episode only about beach pigs, you ask? I don't think so. You'll get that joke later. It also features very special guest, Kimmy Shields. All of that and more after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups, guess what? The Story Pirates just announced brand new dates for the Amazing Adventure Tour. Come see us perform songs like Cat Sit On You and Fart Out Loud Day and improv comedy based on your kids' ideas. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Skokie, Illinois, Madison, Wisconsin, and Joliet, Illinois. We would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com live. And, grown-ups, did you know that you can share more episodes of the Story Pirates podcast with your kids without even leaving your podcast app? All of our bonus episodes with more coming every month are now available on Story Pirates Podcast Plus. And you can subscribe right in Apple Podcasts. Plus, you'll get our Just Songs and Just Stories feeds, so no more scrolling through episodes to find your kids' favorites. Want even more perks? Story Pirates Podcast Plus is also available in Creator Club, where you can get insider access and pre-sale opportunities to upcoming tours or with a premium membership, a free shirt, and access to our brand new Create a Story events where your kids help Lee and Peter build a story that will make it onto the podcast. Learn more at storypirates.com slash podcast. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Oh, beat pigs, it's time for a walk. Pam Solo, stop pulling your sister's pigtail. It's the only one she's got. Now, how would you feel if Amy Swinehouse was invading your personal space like that? We wouldn't appreciate that, now would we? Remember, booves to ourselves. Thank you. Oh, hey, Rachel. Hey, Nimini. I was just about to go on a family walk with my beach pigs. All of them at once? 
Do you need any help? No, I can handle them all. As long as Amy Swinehouse and Sidney Poitier have their NAP, everybody tends to stay pretty much on their best behavior. Isn't that right, kiddos? <laughs> uh, Rachel, I don't think pigs understand English. You can just say that. Ah, <laughs> careful. <laughs> it's a good thing Pig Newton didn't hear you. She's the smartest one. And not only can she understand English, she also farts whenever anyone mentions naps. <laughs> well, there you go. Sit in that one for a while. Well, it's sweet that you're taking such good care of the beach pigs. I like to think they're taking care of me. It's like who rescued whom, you know? <laughs> Besides, I feel guilty for taking them away from their home and then into space and then deep into the ocean and now way underground. So, <laughs> yeah, they've seen a lot. I feel like I owe them a normal life. One where they're not cooped up on the ship all the time. A walk every day is the least I can do. Or at least, you know, one walk per season. Well, be careful out there. It doesn't seem like there are a lot of easy paths for exercising pigs. Except for maybe that town over there with the sign that says, Welcome to any town, the nicest town on this side of the crust. Timeouts critics pick for best paths for large groups. We really should look into how conveniently timed things are down here. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. They have to be either really brave or really crazy. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone. That's right. And then we turn those kids' stories into sketch comedy and songs. Now, my children, I mean, my beach pigs, let us take a walk among some of the smoothest cobblestones I've ever seen. But first, let's get you all into your outside booties. Hold still, beach pigs. You need your protective little shoes because your hooves are more sensitive from walking on sand all the time. Ugh. It would be easier if you would just sit still, Jennifer Lopig. <sighs> this is going to take a minute. I'll take care of this while we do our first story. And here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Luna. I'm nine years old and I live in California. This is my story, I Don't Think So Day. All right, Luna. Have an awesome day in school, honey. Thanks, Mom. Wait, don't forget your math book. Oh, right. Thanks. So you are going to pick me up after school, right? Oh, I don't think so. So you're not picking me up? <laughs> Luna, bye. That was weird. Hey, Luna. Oh, hey, bestie. How's it going? Pretty well, but I'm nervous about our math test today. Yeah, me too. Do you want to study during lunch with me? Um, I don't think so. Okay, sorry I asked. Luna, don't look so offended. It's I don't think so day. What's that? I don't think so day is an incredible holiday during which all yes or no questions must be answered with a skeptical and sassy, I don't think so. How have I never heard of I don't think so day before? Is it new? I don't think so. Do you really have to say that after every yes or no question? I don't think so. Oh, so you can choose to not say it? I don't think so. Are you trying to be funny? I don't think so. 
Okay, yeah, this is already getting annoying. Luna, you're gonna love it. Come on, let's go to homeroom. All right, everyone, settle, settle. Now that everyone is here, I just want to wish you all a happy I don't think so day. Oh, Mr. Ryan? Yes, Luna. I forgot my math book. Can I run to my locker real quick? I don't think so! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm confused. Is that just part of I don't think so day, or can I go? I don't think so! <laughs> <laughs> okay, this day keeps on getting weirder and weirder. Yeah, isn't it great? I think a better word for it is confusing. I hope the rest of the day isn't like this. All right, class, please open up your science books to page 245. Terry? Yes, Mr. Bertrand? Would you begin reading for us, starting with section two? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I, I walked right into that one, didn't I? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> oh, no, the whole day is going to be like this. Just give in to it, Luna. It's inescapable. Spanish class has got to be normal. If I know anything about our Spanish teacher, Mrs. Perón, it's that she definitely does think so. Hola, chicos. Bienvenidos a la clase de español. Hola, señora Perón. ¿Dónde está Pablo? ¿Es Pablo aquí? I don't think... ¿En español? Oh. No lo pienso. Terry, this day is getting way out of hand. Luna, I don't think so day is all powerful. It slowly infiltrates every level of life with skepticism, doubt, and unnecessary sass. In other words, it's a blast. Mm-mm, that sounds absolutely terrifying. Oh, I guess the real test, literally and metaphorically, will be in math class. Hello, class. Now, as you know, today is your test on the Pythagorean theorem. A squared plus B squared equals what? Oh, I know. I, I know, I know, I know. Yes, Luna? It's C squared, right? Oh, Luna. I don't think so! <laughs> Terry, you were right. I don't think so day has infiltrated our school with doubt, skepticism, and unnecessary sass. There is only one person to go to about this. Principal Wexler, where are you? Luna, it's me, Principal Wexler, coming at you from over the intercom. Please, you gotta help me stop I don't think so day. Oh, Luna, I don't. Oh, no. Own a cat. What? Yeah, I heard there's a rumor going around about me being a cat owner, so I wanted to set the record straight. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's a tangent. Okay. But I also agree, this whole I don't think so day has gotten out of hand. Maybe it's time we give it a rest. Oh, thank you, Principal Wexler. No problem, Luna. So, does this mean that I don't think so day is over? I don't think so! <laughs> Finally, the bell! I gotta get out of here. Luna, over here! Oh, hey, Mama, we gotta get out of here, quick! What's the matter? No time to explain! Will you just step on it? Luna, are you gonna be okay? I don't think so! <laughs>
Luna. I don't think you don't Luna. Luna. Oh my, I was having such a strange dream. Luna, it's okay. You're awake now. And it's time to get ready for school. Mama, I had a dream that yesterday was I don't think so day. <laughs> there is absolutely no way that yesterday could have been I don't think so day. Wait, why not? Because today is I don't think so day. It is? I don't think so! <laughs> the end! Alright, hold it. Before we go in, I just want to make sure we're going to be good guests here in this town. Uh-uh. Eyes up here, Jimmy Hamdricks. We're visitors here. So we're going to treat it like... Like a gift. That's right. Okay. Let's go see how good these Anytown paths really are. Wow, this place is beautiful. Ah! A frisbee just landed gently at my feet. Hey, miss, can you toss that frisbee back? Sure. Ha-ha! Great toss, lady. Oh, oh, and cool pigs. I got slushies. I got shiver pops. I got ice fudge sandwiches. Come and get your frozen treats. Ooh, yum. Whoa. Oh, hey, careful, lady. That ladder looks very rickety. Do you need a hand putting that banner up? Yes, oh my goodness. That would be amazing. Thank you. I'm a bit short, so I can't really reach without this old ladder. It's barely hanging on by a screw. No problem. I gotcha. I actually spent a few summers on a competitive banner hanging team. And there we go. I'm Rachel, by the way. I'm Regina. It's great to meet you. And who are these well-behaved cuties you're walking? This is my little family of beach pigs. That's Jennifer Lopez. That's Ham Solo, Pig Newton, Amy Swinehouse, Jimmy Porquier, Lindsay Loham, Frankenswine. That's Jimmy Hamdricks. Oh, I love those little booties on your feet. They're very sensible and sophisticated. Can you all say thank you to Regina for the compliment? Oh, you're very welcome. So, you're holding a bake sale today. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. Yes, how'd you know? Well, the banner says bake sale today will be so much fun. Oh, yes, that's right. Gosh, if I had a nickel, you and your kids are more than welcome to join. You'll fit right in. Did you say kids? Yes, it's fun for the whole family, no matter what age. We're actually raising money to replace all grass lawns in any town with beds of clover. Ooh, very eco-conscious. We do what we can, one step at a time, as they say. We're also actually in need of volunteers for a few other projects around town, if you'd be interested. Oh, I'd really love to help, but we don't actually live here. We're just passing through on our daily walk to get off the ship. Gosh, you live on a ship? Oh, that sounds very exciting, but it must make taking care of these little cuties a bit difficult. You have no idea. <laughs> Well, the bake sale doesn't start for another couple hours. How about I show y'all around the town? Make your short trip off the ship worthwhile. That'd be awesome, Regina. Thank you. This is our music hall. It's small, I know, but it's got a fair bit of charm and we still attract some incredible acts. We recently had Elton John perform. <laughs> I know, Frankie. <laughs> Frankenstein loves Elton John. You and me both. <laughs> we also hold community jam sessions, choir workshops, and other music classes here. I always imagined the place I settled down would have three things. Excellent walkable paths, frequent jam sessions, and access to wildlife. Hmm. Funny you should mention wildlife, actually. Any town is home to the most humane underground wildlife sanctuary. 
Or it might be the only underground wildlife sanctuary. But we really pride ourselves on making sure the habitat is just like it would be in the wild. Oh my gosh, you're right. Is that an elephant? Yes, that's Evan. He somehow found his way down here. None of us really know how. By falling? Probably. Either way, he's adjusted super well. Oh, excuse me. That's my alarm. It's almost time to get back to the bake sale, but I've got just enough time to show you one last place. This is the local K-12 school. Their educational programs are amazing. Every Anytown kid who graduates from here really has their pick of colleges. That's incredible! And there are so many different kinds of kids! Yes, well, we get all sorts of folks, creatures, and misfits who stumble on Anytown in the same way you did and fall in love with the place. People from all over the underground find a sanctuary here. Oh, and Evan. I think he's our only above-grounder. Until now, that is. Until now? Regina, what are you saying? Look, Rachel, I know we've only just met, but I'm absolutely taken by you and your little pig family. This might be unthinkable to suggest, but I don't care. I'm asking anyway. How would you like to move to any town permanently? We'll be right back. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey, grown-ups! Want to get a personalized audio message from Peter or me for your family? Well, we're going to be surprising one family every month with one. All you have to do is sign up for our email list at storypirates.com slash podcast. We'll send you Story Pirates updates, and once a month, one lucky family will receive a message from us customized to your kids and their interests. If you're already on our email list you're already entered to win each month. If not, join now at storypirates.com slash podcast. Now, back to the show. You want us to move to any town permanently? 
You just seem like such a wonderful family, one we'd be lucky to have in the community. Our first non-elephant above-grounders. That's such a kind and generous offer. This town really does have everything we could ever want. But I'll need to chat with my kids, I mean pigs, about it first. I can't make a big life decision without consulting them. Could you maybe give us a moment just to talk things through? Of course, my horse. I mean my pig. Oh, I do have to get back to start setting up the treats for the bake sale, but talk it out and just come find me when you've got your decision. No hard feelings either way. There's just something about you, Jimmy, Jennifer, Ham, Pig, Amy, Sydney, Lindsay, and Frankenswine that feels like a perfect any town match. See you soon. I know, I can't believe she remembered all your names either, but okay, focus. <clears throat> what do we think, everybody? Is it time to give up our wild ways to settle into a sweet life here in any town? I know it is almost too good to be true, but you'd have a school and friends and more of a sense of normalcy than you ever had with me on the ship. No, for once, okay, yeah, I get that. But for once, actually, I don't think this is a trap. We're way too far into the episode for a twist. I think we just happened to find a really special community way under the Earth's surface. I know, I'm really split too. But listen, if you all really want to stay, we can make it happen. Oh, don't worry about me. I've lived so many lives already, had so many careers, hung so many banners. Maybe it is time for us to settle down in a quaint little neighborhood. After all, I've spent all this time trying to simulate a normal life for you on the ship, but I'm afraid I've just been forcing you all to acclimate to a lifestyle you don't really want. What? You like living on the ship? And you don't mind living without excellent walkable paths, access to wildlife, and frequent jam sessions not led by Lee? And what even is normal anyway when you're a beach pig? Hey, I hear you on that one, Lindsay Loham. And you're saying as long as you're with me, you'll always be home? You have literally never said anything sweeter. <laughs> I love you, my kiddos. I mean, my pigos. I mean, what, I, I love you guys. <laughs> so what's our final decision here? Stay and live a quiet, quaint life underground in any town or return to the ship and keep on adventuring and telling stories and potentially see the sun again? <laughs> huh, you're right. You know, when I put it like that, I really did neglect a factor in the eternal darkness brought on by the lack of sun. <laughs> the choice is so obvious. Let's go tell Regina we're abandoning her for adventures in sunlight. Hmm, I will find a different way to phrase that once we're there. To the bake sale! Well, there's a lot of people at this bake sale. Hey, Regina! Over here! There's my future neighbors! Sorry for the crowd. Any towners really love their sweets and good causes. Trish, I'm going to step out for just a sec. These are the potential new residents I was telling you about. Nice to meet you. Cute kids. Excited to have you in the community. Uh, uh right. Yes, about that. What are y'all thinking? Ready to stay forever? There's a jam sesh right after this just down the street with Phil Collins. Lily Collins is dad. Regina, it has been so nice to be here and see this perfect little town. You've been so generous with us. But after talking it through with my kids, I mean pigs, I think we're going to have to turn down the offer. Ah, uh, I always knew it'd be a long shot. But you can't blame a gal for hoping, can you? That ship must be someplace really special. Yeah, Jennifer Lopig is right. 
It's not just the ship, it's the crew. We could never leave them behind. <laughs> one time. I left for Planet Rachel one time. Well, my offer always stands. Oh, and before you go, please help yourself to some baked goods. Remember, it's for a good cause. <laughs> of course. But while we do that, let's do another story. And here's the author to introduce it. Hello, my name is Donovan. I live in Georgia. I'm 13 years old, and this is my story, The Squirrel Astronaut. Good morning, crew. I am, of course, Millie, your flight director here at Space Place. And you all know my trusty pet squirrel, Squirrelio. Hi, Squirrelio. Squeak, squeak. To say that today is a momentous day would be an understatement. This mission is probably the most important mission in the history of mankind. Today, we send humans all the way to Jupiter for the very first time. Big day. But this is more than just a trip to space. For the fate of our world hangs in the balance. We believe that on Jupiter, we will find Martians. (laughs) And we all know that Martians are probably dangerous. So, astronaut, are you ready to save the world? Well, I think so. But you see, I woke up this morning with a bunch of small red dots on me, and they itch. Oh no! It sounds like you have chicken pox. Don't leave! Oh no! I need to find a replacement astronaut ASAP. I know. I will just call over to the astronaut village. You've reached the voicemail of Astronaut Village. We can't come to the phone right now because we all have chicken pox. What am I going to do? At least I have my pet squirrel by my side to comfort me. Squeak, squeak. Good morning, Millie. Boss. How is everything progressing with that whole flight to Jupiter thing? We have a big problem. All of the astronauts are stuck at home with chicken pox and we have no one to fly to Jupiter. (gasps) But what about the evil Martians that are probably there? I know. Squeak, squeak. Squirrelio, I love you, but now is not the time. Squeak, squeak. Well, what can we do, Millie? It's not like we can just find some random animal to do our mission to Jupiter. Squeak. Hey, boss. It looks like my pet squirrel just escaped its cage and is heading to the training room. Oh, that little rascal. Wait a second. What if we had my squirrel go through the animal astronaut training program? (gasps) What do you say, boss? Can we give Squirrelio a shot? I don't see how that squirrel is going to pass all those tests. But what other choice do we have? Okay, you've got three days. Here we are at the animal astronaut training program. Let's see what you can do, Squirrelio. The first test is lung capacity. And go! (laughs) Wow! You held your breath for 10 minutes. You totally passed. The second test is eyesight. Read the following letters for me. Squeak, 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 squeak. I am not entirely sure what you were saying, but it sounded perfect. Squeak! And now, the final test is a game of checkers. Go! Squirrelio, you did it! Well, well, well. P. 
passing a few tests is one thing, saving the world is another. And there is no way this squirrel is going to succeed. But again, we are out of options. Let's put this squirrel-sized astronaut suit on. Oh, and of course, this animal translation device, so we can understand it. Why didn't we do this before the training started? No I... time! Here, let's just put it on like so. Hey! Hey! Okay, now I can talk! How cool! Wow! Squirrelio, I can't believe you passed the Animal Astronaut Training Program! Of course I aced the test! I've been here as your pet for a super long time, so I knew exactly what to do. And boss, I will prove to you that I am the right astronaut for the job. We'll see. Here, Squirrelio, I made a special rocket designed just for your size. Hop in. I'm ready. You can count on me. Okay, let the countdown begin. 10, 9, 8, 12, Katorse. A couple. Wait, four that's and a, a half, weird countdown six. progression. Blast off! Ah! Whoa, this is so cool! I'm flying into outer space! Okay, now I have the controls. I just need to steer this rocket straight to Jupiter. Now approaching Jupiter. Wow, that was really quick. It must be because the ship is so small. Welcome to Jupiter, where today's weather is a breezy minus 234 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, good thing I have this squirrel suit to keep me warm. Now I just need to plant all these cameras so everyone on Earth can keep an eye on those evil Martians. Well, that should do it. Wow, the sun has gone down. That must have taken all day. Well, it's actually only been 20 minutes. It just looks like a lot of time has passed because Jupiter is the fastest spinning planet in the solar system. Who are you? Where are my manners? Hello, I am a Jupiterian. What? A Jupiterian? Don't you mean a Martian? <laughs> Silly creature. There's no such thing as Martians. That is just a Neptunian family who went to Mars for vacation one time. But no one actually lives on Mars. It's a confusing planet. I see. What's your name? My name is... <coughs> but you can call me Sam. It's very nice to meet you, Sam. My name is Scorelio, and I'm from the planet Earth. Oh, you are our first Earthling visitor. I mean, we have been visited by the Mercurians and the Venusians, but never by an Earthling. Well, this is our first ever trip to Jupiter. I have always wanted to visit Earth. I hear it has a great salad bar. So, are you planning to invade Earth? <laughs> Goodness, no. We Jupiterians are very friendly. We wouldn't invade. Wow, the humans got it all wrong. They think you're dangerous for some unexplained reason. <gasps> hey, I have an idea. Why don't you come back with me so I can show the Earthlings how kind and friendly you are? Oh, that is a lovely offer and all, but I have to stay here with the family. You see, my daughter <coughs> has a recital tonight and she would just be devastated if I wasn't there. <coughs> has a beautiful voice. Have a safe trip back, Squirrelio, and visit us any time. Goodbye, Sam. All right, now I just need to jump back into my ship. Retrace my course back to Earth. 10, 9, 8, 14, 78, 1. Lift off! Here I go! Back to Earth! Squirrelio! You're back! 
Millie, you will never believe what I saw. No need to rehash all that exposition, Squirrel. We saw the whole thing on the cameras you installed on Jupiter. Oh, right. I had my doubts about you, but you proved me wrong. So I am taking the Animal Astronaut Training Program out of development, and we are going national! Now everyone can bring their pets to Space Place to be trained as future astronauts. And everyone will live fine with very few incidents. Human astronauts, you're back? Yeah, turns out none of us had chicken pox. We were all just scared of those Martians that don't exist. Oh, well then I guess... You're fired. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello there, Mr. Lee. Hello there, Donovan. How are you? I'm doing good. So, Donovan, you wrote The Squirrel Astronaut. Yes, I did. What specifically made you want to write about squirrel astronauts? I'm pretty sure we were doing a NASA assignment at the time, and there was a squirrel skittering outside, and I thought, that's going to be my astronaut. He's going to be going to Jupiter. Do you remember what the NASA assignment was? Uh, I think it was about how how rovers worked and who made them. Oh, like Mars rovers? Yes. How do Mars rovers work? Did you learn anything you could share? They work by using cameras that rotate live with the the computer that they're using. They're also solar-powered using the sun, What kind of person do you think is, like, the ideal candidate to send to space? Like, what do you think their personality is like? They have to be either really brave or really crazy. What are those two things? I've heard that recently they have been sending more, like, normal people like you and me to space. Do you think that is something that you would ever try? Right now? No. I'd be way too scared. But maybe in the future, I would definitely try something like that. What do you think would be scary about it? It's just how quiet it is, like uh, being out in the wilderness. There's nothing but yourself. Yeah, it's interesting to hear you say that the quiet is something that would be scary. Yes, because people are always used to background noise. Like right now, you probably hear air or someone walking around you, talking around you. That's what people are used to when you're in space. Nobody's there. No wind, no people, no nothing, just yourself. But I have a question. Do you think? Aliens are real. Maybe not in the solar system, but just somewhere in the multiverse. Here's how I think about it. Space is unfathomably big, right? Right. And if you think about how big just our galaxy is, and then there's all these other galaxies that are like millions of light years away, my vibe is like, it seems more likely than not that there's life elsewhere in space. But that's what I, that's just what I think. Yeah, that's a very good point. There may be aliens, but there's not physical proof. It's just up to guessing. I think that our imagination likes to imagine that there are other beings out there. Maybe it's kind of like what you were saying about quiet. If we can imagine that there are other beings out there in space, it might seem a little less scary. That is a very interesting way to think about it, isn't it? Do you hope that there are aliens? I do, because there would be more people different cultures that you don't even know about if aliens did exist. Yeah. If you think about hundreds and hundreds of years ago on Earth, there was a time when wherever you lived, you probably didn't know much about the other cultures just on Earth. And and that's the kind of the era that we're in now, but for space, <laughs> right? That is a very good point. We don't even know that there's other people. That's probably what the people in very ancient times thought. 
Yeah, it was very interesting talking with you, Mr. Lee. Oh my gosh, Donovan, this has been so fun. Thank you for just really going there with me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Send us your story. First up, we have a story from a nine-year-old in Australia named Honor, and Honor's story is called The Evil Orange Hair Lady. And I love this story because I always feel like the best pranks are the ones that are playing the long game. Like the really long game. Like the really long game. Like you have to wait 50 years to find out you've been pranked. Or in the case of Honor's story, you find out 50 years later that an orange head lilac is going to turn you into an orange and eat you. <laughs> Thanks, Honor! Shout out to Emmeline and Darby in Connecticut who sent us a monster masterpiece called The Gerald. And this story teaches a very important lesson. Always have homemade tacos on hand in case the Gerald comes over. Because if you don't have a homemade taco for the Gerald, the Gerald will pick up your car and eat it. Great story, Emmeline and Darby. Next up, we have Slothball by Jonah, a 10-year-old in Texas. And something so cool that Jonah does in this story is that he tells it in the first person. So he's telling the story from the perspective of a super fast sloth that becomes very slow at unexpected times. And uh, it's really fun to hear a story told by a sloth, okay? Thanks, Jonah. Finally, from Aviv, an eight-year-old in Washington, D.C., we got this story. It's called Diary of a Grain of Sand, a story of epically boring proportions, volume one. And first of all, I'll tell you, this story is not boring. It's actually really creative, and it's written like a diary of this grain of sand as it moves or doesn't move through the world, like a grain of sand does, I guess. For example, ahem, day one. This is so exciting. I sat there. Day three. I got trampled by a camel. Things are getting crazy around here. Day eight. A sandstorm came. I blew away. Day 11. I landed next to a cactus. Day 18. Nothing happened. Day 24. And to find out what happens on day 24, you're going to have to read the rest of the story yourself. To do that and to read all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Luna, the author of I Don't Think So Day. Kids, we want you to write a story that makes us think it's going in one direction, then it has a super wild and crazy twist at the end. Also, give your story two characters that are completely opposite from each other. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Luna and Donovan. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love. Some story love. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. 
Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, McKenna Cox, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll Call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mahela Lawrence, and Alexa Simpson. And contributing writers are Ryan Chittapong, Rachel Jarofsky, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Kimmy Shields. This episode features performances by Greg Barnett, Ryan Chittapong, Carly Shiraki, Angela Gia Rotana, Dahlia Glick, Caroline Lux, Nick Canellis, Jasmine Malave, Anna Marr, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Joshua Nasser, Keith Rubin, Mark Vigent, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. So you waited until the end of the credits. Do you think I'm going to say something funny? I don't think so! <laughs> Ugh, not gonna do that again. Jeez.